Good morning. Welcome to our online service. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for making time to, to join us in scripture reading, to join us in prayer. Uh, we really do appreciate it. And it's my prayer that the Lord will use this message um, to work in your life, to make a difference this morning in your life, in the life of your family and friends around you. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you that we can come this morning into your presence, that we know you are here, that you know that you are with each one of us, that it doesn't matter where we are, you are always there. Thank you for the opportunity to share scripture with each other. Thank you for your word. Thank you that we believe that your word builds us up and make a difference in our lives. And that we can come with this attitude this morning that we can expect you to work in our lives this morning. Holy Spirit, change our hearts, our minds, change the way we think, the way we feel, change the way we act, what we say and what we do. Pray this in your holy name. Amen. Normally, in the beginning of a new year, we all have New Year's resolutions. So I don't know what's your New Year resolution. Maybe it's just a resolution to not have New Year's resolutions. But I know each one of us has something in mind. Question closer to home, what's your resolution for your relationship with Lord? What do you want to improve? What do you be better with? What are you going to do more or less throughout this year? One thing I know is that John 15 verse 5 says, um, when Jesus talked about the vine and the branches, he said in verse 5, apart from me, you can do nothing. And that is why I believe prayer is so important, because with prayer, we come and acknowledge the fact that we need the Lord. We make a declaration that we are for everything in His hands. When we pray, we make a point to reach out to this God in whose hands our lives are. And maybe even more important, when we pray, we've got this amazing opportunity to make contact with this God. So, so, so maybe the most important thing you can do this morning is to show up. Because if we pray, we believe He's there. He's already there. He's already waiting to have this connection with each one of us. That's what the story of the vine and the branches are about in John 15. Because connection is everything. A part of me you can do nothing, says Jesus. Let's read. Um, John 15, verse 1 to 10. I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes, 
so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that's thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up and thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourself to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Now remain in my love. If you, have, if you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his life, in his love. That concludes scripture reading. Jesus says, connection makes life possible. Or, in other words, connection saves us. Um, Jesus says in the story that he is the vine and, and so we are the branches. And, and the, it is this connection of the vine with the branches that gives life. It's our connection with Jesus that gives life. A, 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 a branch can't survive on its own. The story tells us that. Um, with, with, without the vine, without the connection with the vine, it's impossible to grow. It's impossible to, to be healthy. It's impossible to bear fruit. The job description of a vine is to stay connected to the vine in order to suck out all life-giving water and food. That's our job. If, if Jesus says we are the branches and he is the vine, our job is to stay connected to the vine and suck out all life, everything that gives life. It's all, it's only job we have. And then Jesus goes on, he tells, but... But the best example of how this works is his connection with his father. And throughout his ministry, we saw how he spent time with his father. He saw, he saw his own, um, his, 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 how in his own life he made time to, to spend time with the father. How he go out alone. How he talks to his father. How he's in this, this, this conversation with his father the whole time. And, and that's the challenge for each. That's the example for us, but also the challenge for each one of us. Because without a connection with our Heavenly Father, life's impossible. Without the connection, it's so difficult to have a relationship with Him. I remember once a story about two year two kids. They came home, the son came home from school and told his dad, but he's got, hey, he's, he's got a crush on Mary and he's, he's in a relationship with Mary, but his dad knew it's never going to last because they don't speak to each other. If you don't have a connection with the Lord, your relationship can't last. Doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't matter where you are. We need a connection with the Lord. To survive in our spiritual life. Um, this 
this image that Jesus used here actually says that everything I need to live comes from him. Um, or a part of him, we can do nothing. Because what gives life and what, what let us grow and what, what um, gives fruit at the end of the day all comes from the vine, all comes from Jesus. In other words, if we're not connected to him, you're, not, you're going to miss out on all of those things. Um, almost a direct connection between your spiritual growth and the connection you have with the Lord. I see it in my own life. The more time I spend with him, the more I'm connected with him. The more growth I can see in my own life. If you think about a vineyard. A vineyard has been planted with one aim in mind, to bear fruit. Um, but the interesting thing is throughout this whole, whole uh, scripture that we read, there wasn't one, once a command to bear fruit. Not once. The command was given, stay in me, be connected with me, remain in me. The implication is clear. The plan is to bear fruit. And if you don't bear fruit, you're going to be cut off, thrown out. That's very clear. Because then you have no value. <laughs> you're wasting your time. Um, and it's the connection with the vine that makes it possible to bear fruit. Without the connection, it's impossible. We saw that through COVID time. We saw how, how we missed people, how we missed connection. We saw the impact of disconnection. And what a difference it made just to, just to um, uh, meet people again, just to get together with people that's important for us again. We know how we need, how much, uh, uh, how we need that. We know that. And our relationship with the Lord is the same. We need the connection to survive. Otherwise, if the connection isn't healthy, if the connection is non-existent, we're going to die. It's easy as that. That's why Jesus said you only need one thing. One thing. Remain in me. Because a part of me, you can do nothing. If you look at your own relationship with the Lord. And with what do you measure it? If you look at your own life. What is your criteria to come and say. But I am growing in my relationship with the Lord. Jesus look at the, our lives and say I'm looking for fruit. In verse 2 he says. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, so that they'll even have be more fruitful. Jesus wants us to be more fruitful. In verse 8, he says, This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit. That's the plan, to bear much fruit. Some, sometimes we are disappointed by our own lack of fruit. Sometimes I'm disappointed by 
my inability to be fruitful. Any gardener will tell you that this time of the year, this January time of the year, is normally when you prune roses and, and fruit trees and uh, where you prune the, the vineyard. And the interesting thing happens is that if you if it's not pruned, it's not going to it's not going to give you beautiful flowers, good fruit. You need it to be pruned. Uh, verse two tells us the Lord says, "Sell." He uh, says that if you are bearing fruit, I'm going to give you extra brownie points. No, no, no. He says, "Look at it again." While every branch that does bear fruit, he praises. No, he prunes. And immediately we will think, but isn't that a bit harsh? Isn't the Lord unnecessarily harsh with us? But every gardener will know. There's no other way. There's no other way to produce beautiful flowers. Healthy fruit. No other way. You've got to be pruned. We don't like it. And sometimes we, we, we are angry with the Lord for allowing it, for doing it. Sometimes we are, uh, we are disappointed that it did happen. But the whole time, his whole aim is so that we can bear more fruit, much fruit. In verse 3, Jesus says, you are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. You must never underestimate the power of the Lord's word. Um, it's God's word that it's the best pruning device. It's God's word that tells us what we must do, uh, what's right, what's wrong, what to change in our lives. Um, without God's word, we don't have a chance. Maybe you experienced something through the past year, how the Lord pruned you in your life. Maybe something you read in scripture that told you, but be careful for this or repent of this or, or do more of this or do less of this. Maybe that's something that happened in your life. And that's amazing because there's no point in getting angry. There's no point in, t in blaming God. There's no point in uh, walking away from God. Because the only way we're going to be better, the only way we're going to have more fruit, the only way that we're going to be fruitful is to, is to uh, make a lot of effort, spend a lot of time with this connection we've got with God. If I understand this piece of scripture right, it says that we don't have a choice. We need pruning. We need the Lord's involvement in our lives. We need to stay connected, even if it's sometimes difficult, even if it, if it hurts us. We don't have another choice. Jesus goes further and he tries to explain what it means to remain in him he says in verse 7 listen to this if you remain in me and my words remain in you 
Jesus says, but it's my word that's got to remain in your heart and in your mind and in your thoughts and what you think about and what you plan and what you do and how you talk and how you live. Our, um, our whole lives depend on what we are doing with God's word. What are you doing with his word? How are you remaining in his word? How are you allowing God's word to remain in you? How you act, how you treat people. And, and the way you handle difficult situations in your life. Is it God's word coming through? Are you remaining in God's word or is something else talking? And then the interesting thing it says, verse 7 says, Ask, and whatever you wish it will be done for you. Prerequisites. How is Lord's word remaining in your life? Because when the Lord's word is remaining in your life, that's the standard bearer of everything. And then you will know what to ask for because you understand God's word. You understand. Come to a bigger understanding of who the Lord is and what he will, wants in your life. Jesus goes further. He says in verse 10, listen to this. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love. Everything that God does, everything that God does is because he loves you loves us and everything that comes from him comes from a place of love even if it doesn't make sense to us even if we don't understand it at this stage but looking back we can be for sure that's where it comes from so that's why Jesus say why is it why it's so important to remain in him because then you remain in his love for you and that's why we pray. That's why we, we need to pray. Because if we pray, we connect with the source of love. And with the source that makes anything and everything possible. We must never underestimate the power of prayer. We must never underestimate the opportunity we have to Tell the Lord in prayer what we need, how we need Him. And we must never underestimate the power of prayer to change us over time. So keep on praying, keep on showing up, keep on spending time with this Lord, the one that loves you. Because if we pray, we connect. It's the most important connection you can ever make. And I know it's not, it's, it's, it's difficult. I know it's not part of our discipline. I know it's not often part of our discipline. And I know sometimes we, 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 we need to take tough decisions to get to it. Maybe you've got to put a reminder on your phone. The moment you pick it up, pray. Maybe when you're in traffic today or tomorrow or when you're waiting and sitting in a waiting room or, uh, or you have time on your hands, pray. Just connect. The Lord's waiting. Prayer is the opportunity we've got to show up. God, God's already there. And 
Without him, we can do nothing. That's what Jesus told us, John 15, verse 5. So show up today. Spend time with the Lord. Open your heart up for him. Connect, because without connection, can't survive. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that we can come into your presence. That we can show up this morning. That we know you are already there, here, waiting for us. Waiting to connect. We need this connection, Lord Jesus. We need it for not only for our own lives, but for all those around us, for all those that's connected to us. We need this connection, Lord Jesus, to, to live, to, to become better persons, to grow, to, to bear fruit. We need this connection, Lord Jesus, to change our hearts and our minds, to open us up for your love, for your word. Jesus, if we look at our own lives, we don't always see the fruit that you want us to bear. We don't, we're not always fruitful. And we know that we can do and be better. Therefore, Lord Jesus, thank you that, that the invitation stands this morning, that we can come, that we've got to show up, that you are waiting for us to connect. And we want and need this connection to change our hearts and our minds and our lives. I want to pray for each one that's listening, that's tuned in this morning. I pray that you will work in their lives, that you will connect with them. Pray this in your holy name. We have an opportunity to, to bring our offerings. You'll see there's a lot of options available. Um, for all the wards are represented there. You can see all the contact numbers. Thank you for giving. Thank you for each one of you that are continuing to give throughout the whole, this whole COVID lockdown time. If you are unsure about uh, where exactly uh, what exactly um, address you need to send your inf information, your money to, you can go to our website, the SA Congregation. Um, there's an English version available. Everything's supposed to be on there. Or you can just contact us at info, Gemeente, if, you, if you've got any questions. I want to finish this sermon with the Lord's blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he shine his countenance upon you and bring you peace. Amen.